Baloney from BA. This is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 19th of January 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Looks like things are easing up for Nigeria's economy. Last week, we told you crude oil production increased and reached its highest output since March 2022, and this week we have even better news. For the first time in 11 months, Nigeria's monthly inflation has dropped. On Monday the 16th, the National Bureau of Statistics, or NBS, said that the rate of change in prices of goods and services eased to 21.34% in December 2022, down from 21.47% in the previous month. The NBS also said food inflation eased to less than 24% in December, a decrease compared to the 24.13% recorded in the previous month. The general inflation rate, however, is still high when compared to December 2022, as the inflation rate stood at almost 16% before dropping to 15.60% in January 2022. But hey, be steps. Meanwhile, on Monday the 16th, the National Salaries, Incomes and Wages Commission said that it will start the process of reviewing the national minimum wage on the 23rd of January. The law stipulates that the minimum wage should be reviewed at least once every five years. The last one was reviewed in 2019 after eight years from 18,000 naira, about $39, to 30,000 naira, about $65, which is the current wage. Lately, there have been more calls to review the wage to match up with the economic situation in the country. We'll keep you updated on the review verdict. Here's an update on the shooting of the female lawyer on Christmas Day. On Monday the 16th, Drambi Bandi, the suspended assistant superintendent of police and the officer who shot Bolan Le Rahim, pleaded not guilty to the crime, Bandu was arraigned on a one-count charge of murder before the Lagos State High Court, but said he had no hand in the death of the lawyer. Naturally, there has been outrage about the officer's nonchalance about his actions and calls for justice to prevail. Meanwhile, in the world of politics, Bukola Saraki, a former Senate president, said that if Peter Obi presidential candidate of the Labour Party, or LP, is elected, Nigerians will not see the change they desire. According to him, the party's lack of national spread is a, quote, recipe for disaster, end quote. Speaking on Monday the 16th, Saraki said that the LP does not have enough parliamentary seats required to give a president the necessary backing. He said that the issues Nigerians are concerned about need constitutional review and a majority in the National Assembly. According to him, Nigeria runs a presidential system of government, which means people vote for parties and not for candidates. As such, neither Obi nor the LP stands chance against the other candidates and parties, according to Saraki. All eyes are on February, patiently waiting for an outcome. Speaking of elections, the 2023 National Youth Games have been postponed because of the elections. The seventh edition of the Games was supposed to be held in Delta State from the 8th to the 18th of February 2023, 
However, in a statement on Tuesday, the 17th of January, the Ministry of Sports and Youth Development said that the competition had been postponed due to the forthcoming general election scheduled to start in February. A new date would be communicated after the elections. Let's have a look at the education sector. The federal government is set to pay the withheld salaries of lecturers under the Congress of University Academics, or CONUA, a breakaway faction of the Academic Staff Union of Universities, or ASUU. Now, here's a little background. In 2022, lecturers under ASUU embarked on an eight-month strike over the non-implementation of their demands by the federal government. Members of the union have been at loggerheads with the government since the strike ended in October over the non-payment of the salaries for the period the strike action lasted. CONUA, which was officially registered in October 2022, consistently maintained that its members were not part of the strike and that it was ready to lend a new face to education. This, of course, sat well with the government and led to disagreements with ASUU, its parent body. In a letter seen by a news outlet called The Cable on Monday, the 16th, the federal government asked CONUA to forward a membership list so withheld salaries could be paid. Interesting how one group's demands are met and the other's are not. We hope this does not spell another education issue for Nigerian youths. Meanwhile, a police station has been set ablaze by an angry mob in Niger State over the killing of a priest by gunmen on Sunday, the 15th of January. Isaac Anchi, a Catholic priest, was burned to death at his home after terrorists raised the building owing to the failure of entering the priest's residence. Another priest was shot while trying to escape from the attackers. On Tuesday, the 17th of January, protesters were said to have marched to the police station, alleging that the police were incapable of providing security for the town. They burned down the building and only dispersed after security agencies arrived at the scene. In Health Matters, the National Agency for Food and Drug Administration and Control, or NAFDAC, has warned Nigerians against two substandard cough syrups identified in Uzbekistan. In a statement on Monday the 16th, NAFDAC identified the products as Ambronol syrup and DOK1 Max syrup. The agency said that the reason for the alert was because the syrups manufactured by Marion Biotech in India have not provided guarantees to the World Health Organization on the safety and quality of the products. Laboratory analysis of samples of both products carried out by Uzbekistan's Ministry of Health found that the syrups contained an acceptable amount of diethylene glycol and ethylene glycol. As such, members of the public in possession of these products are advised to discontinue sale or use and submit the syrups to the nearest NAFDAC office. Moving on to lighter news, Bernaboy, Whiskid and Asake Davido have all won plaques at the 8th 
All Africa Music Awards or AFRIMA. The 8th AFRIMA started on Thursday the 12th of January and ended on Sunday the 15th in Dakar, Senegal. Berna Boy took home the award for Best Album and Best African Act, while Davido won the Best Inspirational Song category for his single Stand Strong. The oboe crooner also won Best African Pop for his collaboration with Adekunle Gold, while Wizkid took home the Best West African Act Award. Asake, who got loads of positive reviews in 2022, also secured the Artist of the Year Award. Congratulations to all the winners. Still in the entertainment world, unfortunately, Kamal Ilayasu, the famous Hausa skit maker, better known as Kamal Aboki, has passed away. He died in a car crash on his way from Borno to Kano State on Monday, the 16th of January. Kamal was a viral sensation on TikTok and became famous after his Hausa-themed skits surfaced online. Usman, his elder brother, said that their mother had a hunch that something bad would happen to the skit maker on Monday. In lighter news, a new report released by Oxfam said that the three richest men in Nigeria have more wealth than 83 million citizens. The report, which was released on Monday, the 16th, said that the wealth of Nigerian billionaires has grown by a third since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic without a corresponding increase in health budgets. The organization said that a wealth tax of 2% on the millionaires, 3% on those with wealth above $50 million, and 5% on the Nigerian billionaires would raise $3.2 billion annually. According to Oxfam, the revenue gained from the wealth tax would be enough to double health spending as Nigeria has one of the lowest health budgets in the world. However, the organization said that super-rich Nigerians are not paying their taxes. So that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at nigeria at rorschach.com. Oh, Dabor.